go to you. What, so what is your take on the, uh, the Coastal Carolina game? Very disappointing uh, for myself and for all Cougar fans, I believe. I, I like the fact that we took the game. Uh, it was a huge risk to travel, uh, you know, with two days notice and to take a game uh, with a team that was very hungry, that, was, that felt disrespected, and really was the underdog. Um, I mean, and so they, I think they felt disrespected and that everyone felt like the BYU was just going to roll them. That's what I thought. Yeah. And you know, they were, they were at home and uh, it's difficult to fly across the country and play a game two days later. So anyway, but, I, but I'm glad we did it. I think it was the right move. And I, 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 I don't second guess that for me, what was so disappointing was the coaching in this game. We, so break it down. What do you what do you mean by that? I mean, well, I, I we knew that their only chance of winning this game was controlling the clock. I, the coaches had to know that, and we we did not make any adjustments in the game. I mean, it's a it's a difficult offense to to, to defend against, but we did not make any adjustments, and we were. You know, in the beginning of the game, we only had three people up front and and we were dropping, you know, eight guys and, and we, we, we couldn't stop them. And that seems to be the M.O., though, with with what we do when we play these these. Uh, well, first of all, it's almost every game. Right. I mean, we, we, we had they, remember at the beginning of the year, they were saying, OK, we're going to move to a four down standard lineman and, and run with a four three. And that, yeah. that has not happened. No, we, we see the three. Rush, I mean, it's not that they don't ever, rush, you know, have four down linemen, but we, we see the three more often than not. It, it's a it's a total prevent type of a defense. Which works great against bad competition. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's working. Right. We, well, our three down linemen are able to handle the rush with a linebacker filling a gap here and there, uh, you know, uh, against lower competition. But, you know, what? this game really reminded me a lot. We played two games in a row last year against Toledo and Southern Florida. And we lost both of them in close games, just like this Coastal Carolina. And the exact, I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly the same formula. They ran all over us. Yes. They, had, they, they, had, they were not very good offenses even. They weren't even as good offenses as, as Coastal Carolina's, which has a pretty decent offense. But the, these non-rushing teams rushed all over us they'd run for four seven ten twelve yards every single attempt because we had all our guys drop back and and the whole philosophy seems to be we're not going to give up the big play or the you know the big pass and and the problem with that is like you said brian is that we don't when you have a game like this if you're going to only put up three and sometimes four you're you're going to give up rushing yards and you're going to give up time of possession and, and that's, you said they didn't, we didn't make adjustments. I don't understand why we went into the game with that philosophy, with that approach to begin with. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, we started that way. How do we not know that that wasn't going to happen? How did the coaches not know that? Yeah, and, I, and like you said, we didn't learn anything from those horrible losses last year to two teams that were clearly inferior. So that's what was, that was that's what was real disappointing to me. I think our players played their hearts out. I, I don't blame the players. I think they gave it everything they could. But you know, this is the, this is on the coaches. 
this is this is this is even though they only had two days, they knew exactly what to expect. Uh, and, and they didn't prepare the defense for this game and made no really in-game adjustments. And, you know, Brett always talks about that. It's, that's what, that's what coach, good coaches have to do. You have to make adjustments, in, you know, during the game. And we didn't do that. Yeah. Brad, oh, that's, what, that's what coaching is. I mean, in-game coaching is adjustments, um, especially uh, with a team that runs such a, a niche offense, you know, a glorified triple option out of the shotgun. Um, uh, piggybacking off what you guys said, I, I was just shocked that we let them dictate their, their game plan. Uh, we, we knew uh, from the very first uh, – uh, you know, them, even just them um, uh, fair catching the kickoffs at like the five, 10 yard line, uh, you know, they were, we were running the ball out, you know, we catch we get it three, three yards deep in the end zone. They were fair catching their kickoffs seven yards at the seven yard line mm -hmm. because their coaches told them to, mm -hmm. and, and their coaches told them that's what we're going to do. We're not going to risk anything. We're not going to risk having bad field position. We're going to start at the 25 yard line. We're going to run our stuff and they didn't deviate from their game plan. And you could tell from the very, the very, the very first possession when they went down to five seconds in the shot clock. Uh, it reminded me very much uh, a couple of years ago when, when the, the Patriots played the chiefs in the AFC championship game, when the, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2019, they, they ran the shock, the play clock down to five seconds every time got the lead and stuck with it and, and ran the ball. And we, we had the same base defense, the same three down linemen, which you're bound to give up three to five yards. And like Brian says, I, I don't blame the players because they're, they're, they're trying to do their assignments. And then offensively, we had 158 yards uh, off of 10 carries in between the tackles. Mm. We, we just, we, why, why are we ever running a sprint? And then on the, on the biggest third down of the game, we, we ran, we run a outside zone read sprint, a sprint, a sprint handoff. Uh, it made no sense to me. Um, I thought, oh, I, I, especially at halftime to not adjust to, to their offense with sending more guys, uh, a five, six man front, uh, even a seven man, just seven man at the option. I mean, even their final possession, we had two safeties deep. Yes. I we had that. two. We had two safeties, 12 to 15 yards uh, deep. Deep for what? It, it, it first down, the game's over. And let me at least bring one guy up. And, and then finally, I, which is so uh, specific to the coaching, they, they, the first punt, they go rugby style, and it rolls for about a 55. I think it was like a 58-yard punt, and it rolled yep. about 30 yards. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next time the guy kicked it normal and he kicked a good, a good punt about 50 yards. So then we adjust to that by their third punt. We had two guys both deep. Yes. How, how, how come we don't, and then they rugby punted how, and then they, how, how come we don't have, if we have two guys, why isn't one guy shorter for the rugby punt where he has to roll to his right, right? Cause he's right footed. Yep. So you'd think we would have a guy short and to our left, their right, and then a guy deep, but instead we just had two guys back. So it's little things like that. And, and, and we can get into it. Uh, the timeout 
uh, on third and 20. And, and then we had a timeout on, on their, wow. on their, that was on their incredible. fourth and that six. Timeout, I couldn't believe it. I, well, so, I can't believe it. I mean, I, let's just Sataki's a great guy. I root for him. I want him so badly to be the face of, of the program. He's a great face for the program. Agreed. I want him to win, but he is not, I mean, this is his, this, this is his fifth year. Right. I mean, BYU has gone back to the point of where we always go to. Right. We hired a new brand new head, un, un, unproven head coach. We had an unproven offensive coordinator in, in Detmer. Right. We had an unproven defensive coordinator in Tuiaki. That's that's what we go out and we start with, with, uh, you know, a program of our size and expectations. That's what we go with. Now, they've grown and they've developed and they, they've become better, I think, especially Grimes. Um, now at this point, again, another unproven offensive coordinator that we hired after Detmer, but I think he's grown somewhat and in play calling and, and, and in, in the offense, but how, how can you, how would that, that could have changed the game? Oh, imagine Zach Wilson and I drive with one more timeout with one more timeout, even just one timeout. But then we remember we called, we called our second timeout, uh, on, on fourth and six. Yeah, on a fourth uh, uh, and six. Greg, going back to your your point about you know there was there was I, I, Grimes has definitely grown and and he's for the most part done a, I think a pretty good job this year, but there was a lot of suspect calls in that game on Saturday that really cost us. And Brett alluded to you know the trickery that we tried to do there. Um, Probably not necessary. I I like, I like that in the Fiesta bowl or against Alabama or Clemson. I get that. You know, you know, you're David versus Goliath. You're not going to fight him with the armor. You're going to bring the slingshot. You're going to get creative, but, but against coastal Carolina, third and third and our first big third and short. And we go double pass Yeah, fourth and short. We go punt, you know, and Zach made a great throw but and 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 yeah. and it was dropped so i get that it would have been a big play but that's that's what you get when you run a, a 40 yard pass play a guy could guy could drop it and um i i just didn't understand our game plan should have been their game plan that is can use the line of scrimmage run the ball you, you off center guard combos and then and then unleash the play action then unleash uh things that are opened up in the second and third quarter uh, down the line, you, you want to open up, especially play action and things like that. But I, I, we were very effective running off center and running off guard. And I, I just didn't get why we felt like it almost felt like guys. And again, this isn't, I'm not trying to have a hot take here, but it, it almost felt like our coaching staff felt like we had to, we had to win the way the media wanted us to win saying Zach's, who people are talking about in our offense. So it was almost like, Oh, we have to win with Zach throwing a bunch and, 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 and being these like explosive plays and gadget plays and just Zach unleashing instead of just playing smart and, you know, pounding the ball inside the tackles and, and then taking advantage of it. And I thought, I thought we kind of got carried away with our own media hype and, and called the game accordingly. Hmm. And, and, and I agree that Grimes has grown. I do think Zach, covers a lot of holes on this team mm-hmm. uh we're forgetting uh it's it's obviously a lot of a weak schedule but he he makes unscripted plays that are a lot of our chunk plays when we play good teams 
he, he covers up a lot of our, our weaknesses, I feel like. And, and I think a lot of that is due to the fact that, you know, he's 21. He's, he hasn't had a two-year mission. He's not rusty. We finally have a guy that is out of high school, um, hasn't left for two years, has stayed in the program three years. And, and that's why he's going to be a, our best chance since Steve Young to be uh, an effective pro because he'll have that type of, you know, it's a big difference coming out at 21 than 25. So he's, he, he's very, very good. I mean, he does make up a lot of ground. Some of those throws he made, that throw he made. The throw on third was, down rolling, before the half. On the run, rolling before right Before the up. half. Yeah, the throw yeah, right, he made yeah. before the half. Yeah, that, yeah. That, is, no. that, is, that is elite level. All the, I saw a lot of national guys uh, tweet about that and saying that's why he's a first-round pick. Because one, guy made, one guy really made a great point, uh, Ryan Russillo, the, the former ESPN guy, he's a big college football guy, said – what was so great about it wasn't wasn't just the the throw was that he didn't see the guy till the last second, you know, mm-hmm. you know. So it was it was to be able to make that play so at the, at the very last second. Have you guys uh, noticed how quick he releases the ball? Well, how about even just the hell mary? I mean, yeah. he wasn't even that wasn't even a crow hop. I mean, that was a flick, sixty yeah. plus yards, sixty five yep. yards. Yeah, I mean, no, he's and. He, and, and and the first down, and the and the uh, sorry, Brian, the the play to to Romney uh, to to get us, you know, out to the to to have a chance at the end of the game. You know that that thirty five yard pass he made to Romney. To, mm-hmm. to, I mean, that's with four with thirty eight seconds left and no timeouts to have the ball uh, at the seventeen with three seconds left. Uh, I mean, was was all all him. Well, yeah, and that in the last ball. pass of the game was yeah, nice good pass. It. That's an money. That's an NFL throw. I mean, that he's he zipped that ball across the middle, and you know that, it was a great throw. I mean, now just a side note, guys. I was going to say this. It doesn't matter because we didn't win. But I, I have a lot of respect for Coastal's coaching. They did a great job. The only thing is, if if Milne scores there, that play before would have been brutal on their staff. The fact that they let Milne run a 15 yard out. Right. So nobody easily there. with no one even there. Nobody you know, there. we have to go to the sideline. You know, we yep. have to go to the yeah. sideline and you know, we have to get a first down for the clock to stop. If we don't that get out of a bounds. breakdown, no question. Uh, yeah. They had nobody out there. That was, that was a big, that was a blunder on, on that end. If we ended up scoring, we shouldn't have had that good of a chance. So, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's, it's it, it, like Brian said, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to underestimate how hard that is to, have to play on, on two days notice and to defend them. But, you know, they had the same amount of notice and we're better. Yeah. We're better. It was, yeah. at they have, home. I mean, I don't care. They have better coaching. They, they, they yeah. do have better coaching. What they have done with that program there. That's just, they just have better coaching, both, both their approach to the game to begin with. Right. So they're, they're two days of prep. Uh, and then also they're in game, you know, they, they stuck to their game plan and, and it worked. It worked exactly the way they. Well, they gave Zach different looks, at least, right? Sometimes they rushed three, they blitzed, they they oh, were yeah. man. They they. Well, that's they, another they, thing. Wait a minute, what happened to this incredible offensive line that we had? Yeah, they were getting pressure early. We keep early being from the told, beginning. even in the media, they regurgitate this. The, the best, one of the best offensive lines in the country. That sure didn't look like against smaller guys where they're rushing three sometimes, and we still have to roll Zach out. What, what is up with that? We've got five guys blocking. They've got three rushing and, and they're getting to him. They're pressuring him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, what, what, what's going on there? 
Yeah, on the, on the it's suspect uh, pass protection, right? We like Brett said, we 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 did a pretty good job running the ball in between the tackles, and that was the other thing that I was going to uh, make a point of is I think Algier had about eighty five yards in the first half, and he only ended up with a yeah, little. Yeah, because he over, had that long run. He had that long run yeah. touchdown run. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and you know he only ended up with a little over a hundred yards for the game. Um, so no, there was a stat that we were we were ten for one fifty eight between uh, off center and guard. Wow. And, yeah, that's uh, know, that's a pretty good had, average clip there. I, I mean, their first uh, after their first uh, two drives when they were ahead six nothing, they had five passes and and sixteen runs and the twenty one yeah. plays, and you know they drove the, and, and it was and after they stopped us, you know they went uh, ninety plus yards, uh, you know all 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 pretty much on the ground right down our throat and. Um, well, let's be honest. I mean, the other thing that you're looking at is you're right. I think I think that there is some pressure to to perform to the media, but it's when when the other team when you don't when you're deep and, and I know the offense only scored 17 points. I mean, that's obviously a huge issue, but when your defense gives up that much clock, every yeah, no, you're playing. every yeah. drive, especially in the first half, you are very limited. Urgency. What you're just going to decide to do on offense, you right. better hit something. Right. You, you better score. And because you're not going to get the ball very often, unless you change your defensive strategy, which you would think would be a natural idea. You're not going to get the ball that often. Right. So I think what do we, I, I want to say we had the ball. Did we get the ball even four times? I think we went for it on fourth down in the first half once and we missed and we turned the ball over there on downs. I, I don't think we got, the ball, uh, what, 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 five times maybe? Uh, I think we only got the end. ball one on one possession in the whole first quarter. Yeah, we we got our yeah we got the our second possession was with like six that we ran one play. Yeah, uh, before before the end of the quarter. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, quarter. that's to me that's game over. That's you're going to end up with a close game right there unless you make a, a change immediately after that first quarter. Well, it's like it, wait, it, wait, this it, is not working. It, uh, what is going to change? They did do a better job in the second half of containing the, their offense. We did get that couple three and outs on them. Um, so they did make some type of adjustment, but the basic strategy didn't change. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, we, we, we were rarely ever rushing the quarterback. Um, and, and you look at the two differences, right? They were rushing and putting pressure on our quarterback all night. We, we never were doing that with them. It was very rare. That we have, yeah. and you can't do that with three, sometimes four rushing. You just can't do it. What are, is he some long ball threat, McCaskill or whatever his name is? McCall, McCall yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't. You think we take our chance? I, don't, I mean, our, can't our corners do more man and bring a safety up or something? You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't. I heard some commentary after the game. You know, I think it was on. You might have been on KSL, and they were saying, "Well, it's not that you know the." If, if we would have, you know, played back or, or, if, or excuse me, if we would have played, you know, if we would have put more people on the line Press. and rush, then, then they would have killed us with the pass. Well, prove it. Right. I mean, make them, make the guy prove it that he can hurt us through the air. Uh, why not? Why not? Well, he didn't look very good on a few go, passes. And at least they're having to go against their identity. Right. If they got to right. throw it, they got to throw it 30 and, plus and they're not they eating the up the clock. Right, not well, eating up the clock that way, incomplete passes and even first downs on a pass is not eating up the clock. No, after a while, you're like, well, at least if they, at least if they go, you know, it's it's at least they got to go fast. You know, at least they're scoring quicker. 
I, I don't, I just didn't get it because that, that they run the ball 65% of the time. That's what they want to do. So, you know, it's, it's Belichickian. What do they do best? Take that away. Make them take it away. Yeah. You that's know, the exact I mean, opposite philosophy that I've heard Sataki say. He's very much like a wooden or right, a coach wooden, which the philo- coaching <laughs> philosophy is we're going to do our thing and we're going to do it really well. Right? Well, Kareem's not walking through that door. Bill Walton's not walking that's through that problem. door. That's the problem. When you have the best, <laughs> when you have five of the best players in the country on your team, Marcus Johnson and Gail Goodridge aren't walking through that door. And, and, yeah. you, live in a, and you live in an era when, where coaches yeah. don't spend 24 hours a day breaking down film. Yeah. What you do, then you can, no. then you can just say, Hey, we're going to do our thing and, and we're, we're going to uh, worry about anything. But that's what, we, but it doesn't it seem three. like that's the approach. It's like, that's this is, true. I mean, he said, that's what they are. We don't care about that. We're going to, we're going to go ahead and just run what we well, do. Clearly, and that's all clearly. we're going to focus on. Which, 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 you know, do you do uh, that in war and in battle? Look, we, we're going to just go with D-Day here <laughs> every time. This is what we do. <laughs> well, and then how about the consistency, right? So we, we went for it on fourth down around midfield uh, up seven, six in the second quarter. Right. We, we go for it then. Right. And that's when we did the, 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 the pitch throwback to Wilson pass to yeah. Romney. Yeah. And then after seeing what we've seen, like this isn't talked about because we got the ball back. Well, we got the ball back with 40 seconds left on our 10 yard line with no timeouts. So it still didn't work. It was fourth and four at midfield, less than five minutes left. We have one timeout, or, or sorry, we, I guess we had two timeouts and, and he, or don't we have one timeout? Sorry, and, and we punted on a team that has been very successful running the ball on us. All game. they had three hundred yards plus rushing, and we took the ball out of Zach's. Wouldn't you go down with Zach on one play, Absolutely. Zach Wilson? Other, then punting yeah. the ball. We we got the ball. That's not being talked about because we got the ball back. But again, it should be because he did. He took he took the ball out of Zach's hands by 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 punting. And, and, and it made no logical sense with the way that they had been running. Go well, down with giving him one more play. And with and just with, with pass calls on fourth down all season, Sataki's been very aggressive in going for it multiple times. And again, times it's the flow. It's the flow. And, and in this game, Brett, you're game. exactly right. The game's on the line. You've, the got, a the Heisman, you've got a Heisman candidate quarterback and you're taking the ball out of his hands and you're you're relying on a defense that has been shredded apart all game long you know and i i just don't understand his thinking there either i mean there was multiple you know decisions that he made there at the end of the game with the timeouts and with with punting there i just i don't understand what what, what he was so doing. what so what so where are we at now in the season how does our season look that's a good question. I think, the, look, I, I think this is, I, I think we're a very good football team and it's, this is taken. Are we air. a very good football team? Well, that, I think we're, I think we're a, a, for BYU. I think we're better than the last two years because yeah. of Zach. Yeah, no question. I think we're good. Um, but this, this, this took all of the, air out of the season in my opinion i mean we're, we're going to play san diego state who's a decent team uh at home to finish off the 
you know, finish off the regular season. Uh, we should beat them. Um, and, and, but you know, who's going to be excited about the bowl game? Nobody. We're nobody. We're going to another, we're going to go to another very, you know, weak yeah. bowl against probably a, 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 a you know, a low level, weak, a weak opponent, a weak opponent. And it just, you know, that that's hard. I mean, and again, it's I mean, it's, you, you, we've had a, up till now we've had what we would call a great season, but this was the, this is the Utah game, right? This, this was the defining game of the year because we're not going to play in San Diego state. We should roll over. I mean, who knows what will happen, but I think we will. And, and we're going to play low competition in the bowl game. So, so what, what defines the season this year, even if we end up, it looks to me like we're going to, we're going to end up, what is that 11 and one? If we win the bowl game. Yeah. If we win the bowl game or 11 yeah. and one and, and everyone will say, okay, well, that's a great season. It's like, okay, well, yeah, look, I appreciate it. I, I saw some good plays and I, I got to cheer my team on and, my, my concern now, and, and I know it's just one game and it was short competition, short notice and everything else. My concern is still, is the program really moving forward? No, I mean, if you've got a Heisman quarterback and, and we still can't kind of close the deal. Uh, I, I, that's my concern. It's kind of like I felt with Bronco after five or six years. I mean, I was kind of like, this is, this is who he is, right? We're, we're, we're going to be the glorified military academy of the West. And we're going to beat who we're supposed to beat. And we're going to lose to who we're supposed to lose with a few exceptions here and there. Yeah. Like with Sataki, Wisconsin last year. Right. I mean, little things like that. That's just kind of seems like who we are. I think the one thing that I, that I, that I am positive about is the depth. I think we've improved uh, from a depth standpoint you know, significantly of where we've been in recent years. So I, I am excited about that. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, in these, in these big games, it comes down to coaching, <laughs> you know, what we've been talking about here. And uh, do we have the, do we have the coaches to beat elite competition? Or are we always, I, I think, I think we have coaches to beat elite competition every couple few years. <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin going back to Mendenhall and Oklahoma, a high ranked TCU, you know, back in the day, I, I that's, but that's, I don't see any change or development or, or uh, I, I think you're right. The backups are, are uh, the depth is there. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, you, you know, where we, we with no Zach next year. Yeah. Oh, that's where, where are we at against again, a very brutal schedule. Next we're not going to have, we're, I, it was disappointed. I want to be clear that like Greg said, I, I Kalani is a, is a great uh, face of the program and I love his energy and demeanor. Uh, what he represents. Yeah, who wouldn't want to uh, play for him? You know what we, I mean? We, yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it looks like a great uh, locker room and atmosphere to be a part of, which I think is awesome because that's what you want. Uh, you know, for these these parents and these these players, that you want you know your kid to have a great experience and, and to, to to have joy. You know, and this in this you know playing college football. So I appreciate all that. I appreciate all the work, um, and and I know they're trying. And as, as someone who coaches on a much much minor uh, level i know uh, to be second guessed and in the moment there's things that that 
other people outside don't know. So that that's all uh, taken, uh, taken uh, and respected. Um, I just worry without Zach, is this, are we going back to where we were the last four years, which was, you know, he, we, which was, I think a 25, 27 and 25 record. You know, we were, we're, he's, he's yeah, we're 36 and 25 before this year, we were, we were very close to 500 and, and that's what the tough schedule. Fair enough. But um, without a, a first round, arguably first round quarterback, we're not going to have that again for a long time, no matter how, how good our quarterbacks are. And, and that's why it was disappointing because this was our year that this was our year uh, things were working in um, given the, the COVID and us being able to play so many games. Uh, this was our, our chance to, to really, have a, a new year's game and dominate the national uh conversation and uh it's that's that's that one stings that i think stings. i think i think this 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 season seems a lot to me like the first couple of years of independence with mendenhall we had all we had a horrible schedule because it had to be put together at the last minute almost not quite like this year but right. you know same type of thing it's like who do we play we can play anybody we just have to fill a saturday and, and it was really, really weak competition. We would, and we would go like 10 and two, 11 and one, you know, in regular season. And it's like, okay, everybody feels good about this, but we really weren't doing, we were an average team, right? It was, it was, it was an average team at that time. And so that's, that's kind of like what, that's my Where concern with the program is, yeah. are we going to be able to move it forward? I don't think Mendenhall ever moved it forward after his first couple of years. But let you know, me ask it's you same type this. of thing. He he came in. He put in the discipline that wasn't there under Croton. Uh, he made quick adjustments, and two years later, we had, uh, but an and an inherited Beck, you know, uh, where uh, his senior year we did really well in 06. That was his second year, uh, Mendenhall's second year. And you can argue that 09 at a senior Max Hall was was a similar team, beat Oklahoma opening up, um, but Utah. yeah, but we never. Right. I mean, well, that's, the, that's always the question. Where do you see yourself in five years? It's been five years. Are we uh, after Bronco leaving that Vegas Bowl loss to Utah? And we were all yeah. uh, looking forward to what? Well, OK, what's the five years? Um, you know, are we are we better off than we were from five, five years, years ago? ago? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Uh, if not, it's or, or that or it's very or the same at best, the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. All right, we got to move to basketball here. Uh, we saw three games this week. What what is uh, what is this team about? Do we know yet? Do we have an identity? What you know, we had a, a, a horrible loss and two good wins. I'd say. Yeah, I think we. Uh, I think we were all questioning. You know how good this team was after that USC loss. I mean, we they they just dominated us, mm-hmm. and we couldn't do anything. And what I do appreciate about Pope is that he, he, he's so open about that and his feelings to the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said, you know, we, I didn't hear that. What did he say? Well, he said, we got completely exposed. You know, who, what coach says that he, we got completely exposed We're this one hurts bad. We're, this is horrible. This feels terrible. We're not, we're not going to sleep tonight. I mean, yeah. this is, this is, so we're going to find out what, what's great though, is we're going to find out what this team is all about because we get to play tomorrow against a good St. John's team. And, and, and you know what? So I was, I was really happy to see that we, we, we bounced back and beat a very good St. John's team. 
I mean, mm-hmm. that showed me a lot because this okay. team is, this team has not gelled yet. There's the chemistry is not there, but they still managed a way to come back and beat a very good St. John's team. And then to go on the road. And I know Utah state is not as good this year. They're just, they're not, uh, but it's a very difficult place to win regardless, right. On the road. And for them to go in and win that game again, two very good wins uh, after a horrible loss where we didn't even look like we belonged, you know, <laughs> at the, at, at, at the same level, honestly, after that USC game. So to me, that shows a lot about Pope as a coach for him to be able to get two wins after that loss with this team. And I know there was a lot of optimism going into the season about all these players, but you know, it's really hard to take a team that hasn't really been together. There's so many, so many new newcomers to this program and that are playing this year. And uh, you know, they, they just haven't, they haven't gelled yet, but, but they've been, they've managed to win some good game. We only have one loss so far. So I, I I I'm that, excited. About, I, 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 mean, I just furthers my, my uh, excitement about Pope and what he's capable of doing um, with this program. And it seems to me that with this type of a team, you're, you know, where you haven't had that opportunity to gel, you, you've, you can be optimistic yeah. about Pope getting an identity, getting a right rotation down, role players coming in at the right times and places against the right uh, competition and, and that they're going to improve during the season. I mean, I think that what he does, you know, especially those first early games, he, he everybody played, right? He's rotating yeah. everybody yeah. through. Yeah. And I think that's smart. I, I don't think that, you know, he's not, he'll up the game a little bit more when we get into conference play, I think, and tighten things up a little bit more. But I think, I think the smart coach that he is, 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 is in this, especially this type of a team that's just all transfers practically, you're playing for you're playing for March April, right? You're sure. you're 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 trying to better your team throughout the year, and you're playing for March April. I, I hope that's the case. Yeah. Well, I I think not only do we that that was what was so great about playing St. John's the next day is uh, to Brian's point when you're you know you learn a lot about a team and a program and a coach why how how hard a team plays after after getting killed like that uh, against SC and what made it um, even a, even a better win and even a more impressive uh, performance and competing is the style St. John plays, you know, St. John's is, is Mike Anderson comes from uh, Nolan Richardson, the 40 minutes of hell, you know, he was at Missouri and, and he, he plays uh, that up tempo, shoot a lot of threes. We're going to press and, and we're going to, um, and we're going to make the game uh, up and down and, 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 you know, in, in a frenzy and for our guys to um, not only play hard, but play to control and to respond. And, and you heard Pope say in the locker room, like nobody does that. Nobody comes back after the loss we had and plays a team like that and, and comes away with a win. So, I mean, look, St. John's, I, I don't, we don't even know if they're a tournament team yet, but just their style of play. Um, the fact that we were able to do that, but a lot of that was, you know, was a B. I mean, guy played 35 minutes, had the ball in his hand a ton against pressure, one turnover. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, he carried us. And so we have a guy 
so we know who our guy is. Um, we just kind of need to figure out what our rotation is because we can't be doing um, this mix and match uh, throughout WCC. And so I, I take it, you know, Pope uh, will we'll kind of just go with that rotation. Uh, he'll figure it out after these next couple games and conference play. We'll have, we'll have our, our eight man. How, but, how good is Alex Barcelo? I mean, he has been unbelievable. It's been great. Yeah. I, uh, I did not. I honestly, I, 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 mean, I, I thought he was good yeah. last year and he, he really, you know, added to the lineup last year. He plays, he's a great defender, but he is shooting the ball. At an 60, 62% field goal percentage. Yeah. And, and 62% three point percentage. Yeah. It's unreal. I mean, he's every game scoring that much and hitting that high of a percentage. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know if he was really capable of being a 20 point a game scorer that he's been. I I, I think we're seeing now why, why he was able to play at Arizona and why he got a scholarship to Arizona. No question. And I've talked to a a good friend of mine that's a a big alum at at Arizona. And he just felt like, you know, that he was never really given the chance there. And of course, you know, they've got a lot of talented guards that, 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 that go to Arizona, but uh, what a what a get for us to get him. I mean, he's been unbelievable. He's just and you know we we've played some good. He's played against some good competition. You know he's th- these guys are are very good defenders. And it, for him to shoot at that clip, you know, through what five six games now. I mean, that's it's just been remarkable. And he's been so consistent. Now, unfortunately, no one else has been really that consistent so far. Uh, Harding is, has been disappointing, uh, so far. I mean, I, I think he's a very good player, but he just has not found his shot this season at all. And, uh, and harms really hasn't, you know, of course he missed the first couple of games with the, with the ankle injury, but he hasn't really found, uh, you know, his offense either. So I, again, I think it's pretty remarkable that we've won the, the amount of games that we've won with, with really one player that's been consistent uh, and, and playing exceptionally well. I think that's what's kind of exciting about this team is I think we have a lot of other good players that can score. Do we, though? How do we, how do we know that? Well, I, mean, I think I, – I thought we probably did, but it's not think, showing. Right, it's showing I, on but, defense. Look, Harms, regardless of his offense – He's just, you can't, there's so many intangibles with somebody like that. As far as people that they're not going to drive to the center, to the, to the, to the hoop because he's there to begin with the, the, the shot, the, the shot selection uh, of, of those going into the middle, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, there's so many things he's getting, he has 2.8 and he's got basically three blocks per game, but there's so much more than that with that kind of a presence in there that I think changes things up. And I think Averett is a, a very good defender also. Uh, I think George is a good defender. I think we've got a pretty good defensive team, right? And it, I think I, that's why we've won, right? It, it, even though we haven't shot the ball as well as we can. And, and But, you know, I, I in, in, in looking at the, you know, all the pundits going into this season, almost everyone that I saw felt like Harms was going to be our leading scorer. And he hasn't really scored much at all. I didn't think that. They were thinking that he was going to score 15 points a game. 
and he hasn't done that. I, and by the way, I think Averett's, you know, been, been pretty good too. Um, well, and it shouldn't be noted too. George, well, how, it was a huge component in winning that St. John's game with 15 rebounds. No question. Uh, we don't he win had, that what, 11, He had like 11 points or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of offense. He got rebound off of free throws. Even he was. Uh, that was nice to see was, somebody stepping yeah. up in another game besides Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. If we if he we don't win that game without him, he was. I agree. St. John's game. For, right. so. Well, I was yeah. I was happy to see Loner finally, uh, you know, make some shots against Utah State. I think that, look, he he had a lot of hype coming in. I mean, he's he's very highly recruited player, and already has a college ready you know body, and I and I feel like. You know, and Pope hasn't look even after the few first few games when he didn't really score at all. I mean, he's kept him in the starting lineup, so he obviously thinks that he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, and 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 he did have a better game against Utah State. Uh, you know, offensively still, but still hasn't really shown. I think what he's capable of yet. And he makes mistakes, right? He makes a lot of freshman mistakes still, and that's to be expected. You know, and if, if that's what you're forced to put in there, I'm really shocked that Harward is not the starter at the four and, and that he's not performing at a pretty high level and did very well at Utah Valley a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they, 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 sometimes he goes in and he's actually playing the five. I don't know that that's really his natural position. I, I think he does a lot better when he's on the at the four playing with you know with harms in the middle. So you are you referring to Harward or Lowell? Harward. Harward, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Harward. I, I he just does not he, you know he, I, he seems to get like three or four turnovers every game and doesn't score much at all. And I haven't seen I don't think he's been that good defensively, even. Right. I I don't know what's going on there. I I just I, I saw highlights of him at UVU. That's all I've seen from before and from, from high school, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he is shooting 54% field goal percentage. He's playing 13, 14 minutes a game. Um, but I, I, he hasn't looked that good. He, he just, he, he's not taking very many shots and that's why he's not out there to put loner in there at the starter as the starter is, that concerns me because I, I I was expecting him to be like a star, like a solid 10, 12 points a game, good defender, you know, eight rebounds, 10 rebounds. I, I somehow, somehow we've got to get loner up to that speed and, and, and have him fill those stats. Yeah. What did you guys did? Uh, what it, it was interesting that, that uh, Spencer Johnson from American fork came in and got some time in that Utah state game. And uh, I thought did a pretty good job. I don't know if you have the stats there in front of you, Greg, but I mean, um, no, I think I think he played. I want to say eighteen minutes. Yeah, uh, they so, seemed to just you know he they seemed to go with him over Nell. He had a good in, he had a in good the Utah game. State game. Um, which which is kind of interesting. He in the at Utah Utah State game. Uh, I don't know what his total. I've got him at seventy five percent field goal percent. You know, one hundred percent three point. He had seven points two rebounds, did have two turnovers. You know, I mean, he, did, he had a decent, he filled, he, he did pretty well. But Nell has been shooting, at least shooting pretty well. Yeah, he's been consistent. 
no question. Um, yeah, I think, I think Pope's still trying to, he's given a few guys, you know, chances here right. kind of just to see what he has, uh, with some of these guards and, uh, you know, he's, he's stayed pretty firm with his starting five. Um, uh, but he is giving different people opportunities to come off the bench and, and, and see what they can do. Well, this is very, very early, but is this a tournament team? I, that's a good question. I they got to finish second. Yeah, I, I think it's too early to tell, but I think right, that, today we don't finish second. Probably not. No, I mean St. Mary's at least. You no, know, Gonzaga's. You know, uh, well above everybody. They and, yeah, if they gel and Pope does what I think he'll do, then then I think we will finish second. I do think we'll finish second, but we wouldn't today. Right. It's, it's, I think we still have to learn more about this team and, and uh, see what we have. Is it who, who is going to be the second highest scorer on the team? <laughs> Good question. Well, it needs, it, our second and third scores need to be har, uh, uh, harm, Harms and Harding. Uh, we, need, uh, we need Harding to step up. We need another wing um, to score double figures. Uh, it cannot be this you know, a hodgepodge of just, uh, you know, a different guy, different game. You can't rely on that. Uh, he's, he played, he's the guy with experience from last year. He's the guy that um, it has the potential. That's the guy that needs to step up because we need a, a second, uh, a consistent second perimeter score uh, to go along with, with, with harms or, or we're just, we're not a tournament team. If those two guys aren't, um, aren't 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 double figure scores uh we're not gonna we need to finish second in the wcc and we can't lose to to teams we can't can't afford to lose to you know everybody besides st mary's and and maybe uh san francisco that's going to be in the in the it's going to be a quadrant three or four loss you know all you have to do right right now it would seem that it's just basically hey shut down barcelo and you win right yeah and what 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 is the Averett averaging right now? He's close to devil figures, isn't he? I think he's pretty close to averaging. Yeah. No, that, that, yeah, that, that would be big. So if he can, if you can get 10 a game from Averett and you can get double figures from Harding and Harms. He, he's, he's averaging nine, 9.5. That's what I thought. So he's, he's basically right there. He's got, he, he's, he's double figure guy. So you got Barcelo and him both obviously, you know, uh, and then if you like Brett, to your harms, point. harms is averaging 8.3. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to get that up to, uh, you know, 12, 13, at, at least. least 12. Uh, but uh, yeah, if he can get to 12 and he can get Harding in double figures uh, consistently, that's what it's going to take, you know, f- for us to be a, a second place team in the WCC and, and that uh, four spot. Right. I mean, you've got, you know, loner it, is averaging 5.2 points. Right. Our word is averaging four points. That's the big hole. Right. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's depart, depending on who's starting. It doesn't matter. I mean, that, that position, that's not going to work. No. And, and hopefully, you know, these pre, these, these pre-league games are, are, are going to give loner the time he needs to adjust offensively to the college game and he can get us 
you know, he, he needs to give us almost double what he's given us right now offensively. Yeah. yeah. All right. Taysom Hill. How do he look today? Is he, is he a starting NFL quarterback? Well, uh, he looked great in the first half. You know, he was 17 to 23 uh, for 145 yards and uh, two touchdowns as well as um, uh, a 43 yard uh, rush to help set up a touchdown. Um, he looked great. He looked comfortable. Uh, second half, uh, you know, he, he struggled. Uh, second half, he, he finished the game 27 to 37. So uh, he wasn't that much worse as far as incompletions. He had a, uh, a bad fumble in the red zone, which um, was, you know, Peyton took credit for as a bad call, but it still uh, wasn't a, uh, he held on to the ball, tried to make something happen. But uh, he, 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 he's going to get a chance. I, everything sounds like Breeze is going to retire and, you know, they have the investment financially into him next year. And I think it kind of sets up well for new Orleans too, because they have you, you him think on Breeze a, retires on a, after this year. I, I thought he signed a two-year contract. Yeah, he signed a two-year contract last this uh, this past off season. But so, so he plays one more year. One more year, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sets up well for for New Orleans because they can give him they can give him a try for a year and and mm-hmm. uh, they got him on a one-year contract after this. But he looked much comfortable last week. Was tough against Denver. You know them not having a starting quarterback. Uh, Taysom himself even said it. You're just you're just trying not to lose with that. You know that the game plan was was a lot different. It was a different, you know, when you're playing an NFL game, the other, other team doesn't have a quarterback. That's, that's, that's kind of uncharted territory, but um, he, he's states have an elite defense. It'll be interesting to see when breeze comes back. Cause you know, they're playing a next week. They play a struggling Philadelphia team. That looks like Jalen hurts might start after Wentz was benched. Um, mm-hmm. So if he goes four and oh, obviously I, Breeze will start. Uh, I would. I would be shocked if he didn't when he comes he back. Will. But, sure, of course. But um, I think. I think he's at least doing enough to give himself uh, the nod for next year. If 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 there's an opening with Breeze's retirement. So compare him to somebody else. I mean, can you think of how many quarterbacks can you think of in the NFL? And I know he's been around for a few years, but on their third start, looked that good. Yeah, I mean, look, there's been a couple guys this year, these rookies who, you know, are eight years younger than Taysom. I mean, he did have his, it's his first touchdown pass today, mm-hmm. which, which is at 30 years old is, is not, um, <laughs> not the normal route. But, yeah. uh, you know, Herbert and Bur- Bur- Burrow have both looked really good uh, this year as rookies. Um, but I think, he's in the best possible situation because he's in a scheme. He knows he's with a, an offensive genius and he's with an elite defense. So uh, he's going to be in a good spot. I, I, I think he's very similar to Josh Allen, uh, the Buffalo uh, mm-hmm. Bills quarterback, who's even bigger than Taysom. He's like six, five. Um, I don't think he's as fast as Taysom, but he's very fast, athletic, uh, not super accurate, but, but where did, where did he play? He played at Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. We, you, you saw him play live at the Ponce Bowl. We went to that game <laughs> in the rain and, uh, and Tanner Mangum uh, defeated uh, them in the bowl game. But yeah. Greg, here's, uh, I, go, ahead. go ahead, Brett. No, just to finish. I, I, I think 
I think he's given himself at least the opportunity. I think the Saints, you know, Peyton. I think I think he's a he'll he'll get the shot. It's just and and in his defense, a lot of it depends on what on what Breeze does. I mean, if Breeze signs a one year contract, then he's in the same spot. So I, I don't think anybody's going to trade for him. I, I don't know if anybody would do that because um, they're looking at a team that's in the bottom half. I I I think he's the I think he is an NFL starter if he's in a very unique situation. But to his benefit, he's in one right now. And so if if it's not working here, I don't know too many other places it could work. But it could work here. It can. Here's here's what here's what people forget. He is thirty years old, but not only Greg is that was this just only his third start. But remember, he hasn't even really been playing quarterback. Right. Since he's been in the NFL. I mean, his, his role with the saints has been on special teams and as a, you know, a tight end, uh, almost more of a running back. Cameo Um, appearances. He has, I, to answer your question, I do think he is an NFL starting quarterback. I think it's very impressive what he's done in, in, especially the two games against the Falcons. Again, I, I think last week was, I don't think that was his fault. Um, but for him to look as good as the, he has with the limited amount of time that he's had actually is of taking snaps with, with an NFL team. Um, I think it's pretty remarkable that he, that he did as well as he has. He really hasn't gotten that much of an opportunity to play quarterback since he's been in the league. And, and, uh, he, he's only going to get better as a passer, you know, I mean, he's only had a few weeks now with the first team taking snaps during practices. So he, I think he, I think he's going to get much better. He's a threat because he's such a great runner. He's going to get at least 50 yards or more a game rushing, right? uh, which is very hard to defend. And and the guys as we all know he's a gamer the guy is a gamer um everybody loves him they want to they want to play hard for him uh he he's a winner and uh i think that he's i I think that he given the opportunity and i think he will get the opportunity there in new orleans to be the starting quarterback